podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 150 years of breakthroughs, milestones and triumphs. 150 years of Children's National Hospital. 150 years of generous community support. You can give kids a future where they get freckles instead of chemotherapy and paper cuts instead of surgery. Children's National Hospital. 150 years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the midweek fix. Um, Andy's with us, as you know, because he's, he's, I don't know what he sounds like at this stage. Um, choking on a crayon or something, I don't know. But um, this is the midweek fix. It's the second week of this, and of course, this show will culminate or will, you know. Be around Lincoln because we're playing tomorrow night. Of course, we'll have the transfer agenda show tomorrow night. And in that, we'll have a, a small match reaction as well. Uh, with me, of course, is Andy, is Chris, and is Grizz. Um, Grizz, how are you, my man? I'm okay, mate. I'm okay, good. absolutely. Good stuff, yeah. good stuff. Yeah. And Chris, how are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. Good, good. Um, we're walking you to the bone at the minute, but look, that's how things <laughs> go. Andy, um, sitting there in his vapour kit, he wanted me to point that out. He said, make sure they know it's a vapour kit. <laughs> uh, Andy, how are you? Yeah, good. None of that stitched on crest nonsense for me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's, he's absolutely determined to get this in. <laughs> if I'm wearing this jersey, is are all going to know about it. Um, but lads, listen, uh, we're, the Carabao Cup Air campaign starts tomorrow. There's been loads of games tonight. Um, we're away at Lincoln. Um, in, I think it's the fourth round, is it? Um, it could be the fifth round. I, I don't know. But I, I want to start off with you know, we've looked at Liverpool over the last couple of years and, and, you know, we've seen loads of players being thrown in there, loads of youngsters, fellas that have never played in the first team, you know, fellas that might be up and coming in around the fringes, they get that chance and then they disappear and it's, 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 it's a competition that Klopp doesn't really value, you know, he's not doing press conferences about it, I don't know if he's going to turn up there tomorrow night, but Chris, I'll come to you first, is there an argument now that, you know, despite wanting to blood some youngsters or use fringe players, that the quality in the squad now there's no real excuse for not having a go at this. A real go at it. Mm, yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, I think I think Pet Linda's sort of alluded to that today in the press conference where he said um, that, in effect, that's exactly what he said. He said, look, we've been building towards this kind of situation where we've got a squad where we can attack. You know, they keep using that word Klopp and him, we can attack all competitions. And I agree, there's no reason, there's no excuse. Possibly there's an excuse for in terms of centre-back, you know, situation, especially because we've got Matip and Gomez. I mean, as long as we've got sort of a healthy squad otherwise, there's no reason for not uh, for not attacking this competition. I think we all... He also alluded to that sort of... Even without being prompted or asked, he said... Um, You'll be surprised with the strength of the team, which is which is good, positive. Um, I don't really rate the carrier bag cup, or whatever it's called. I but I but I, on the other hand, I do I do miss 
a domestic trophy. I know we're champions of the world, champions of Europe, mm. Premier League champions. Well, we're not champions of Europe anymore, but I do miss a domestic trophy. And I think the further we go, the the more beneficial it is for the squad members, you know, for the for the fringe players, for the young players. You know, it's all about their education, their game time. We probably we probably promised a lot of them game time, and this is their chance to shine. I think I think the the strength in the squad, the competition in the squad, should mean that we put in decent performances in these in these um, games against sort of whoever we're playing in the in this cup, whoever it's called. You know, Andy, as I said at the start, we, we've seen loads of players come through. You know, you've seen Chiravella playing a lot in the in the League Cup last year. You know, uh, Nico Williams, who, of course, is being promoted to the four-team squad now. But likes of Van der Berg, you know, a couple of others. Curtis Jones, of course, came through and he's been the four-team squad now. But, but with the strength of the squad as it is, and I know I know the players due to leave over the next, whatever it is, two weeks, is it, until the transfer window ends. Um, I know there's people due to leave, but... Even if even if a couple leave, there's, there's a lot of players there, Andy, that you could say, you know, they're they're probably on the subs bench quite a bit for Liverpool. That they, they mightn't even make the subs bench with the with the strength of the squad now. Where you could put seven or eight players out there and be really strong, and then you know, you're only looking for them to be on the bench come the weekend, the Premier League game. So, I think it's been. I think you might be looking at the the squad with the most quality we've had in in, in over the last well since Klopp is here. And for that reason, we should be going. Let's go deep in this. Let's let's go really deep. Let's not write it off. Would you go along with that, or do you still think I ah, just blood youngsters and see where they get? And you know, because it's a shorter season, Andy. I get that, but it could be it could be a real help to keep players fresh throughout the season. And and I mean fresh for for the fourth team rather than just players getting the odd chance and, and disappearing again. That's a big question, Gav. Sorry, <laughs> Andy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, do, you want me to, do you want me to say it again in the shorter version? <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna have a go with it anyway. Go on, have yeah, a go, Andy. I, I absolutely do think this is a big opportunity to go deep in the com- uh, the competition and attack it. As um, as being said, what we have now is an opportunity to play a mixed team of senior players and up and coming youngsters uh, beforehand with. The lack of depth in the squad, we might have just seen the basically twenty trees going out. Um, so there's no benefit; they don't get experience really playing with senior players. Ex- except this way, like you're going to see players like Milner, Wijnaldum, you know, you name it, kind of playing in alongside them. So whoever's not getting into that midfield, or you know, we've 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 Jota now in the front three, we've Minamino. Like these are senior players who are going to be blended in with the youngsters. So it'll give the youngsters a good opportunity to play with the more experienced players and then it'll give us a better crack uh, having a proper pop at the competition. Uh, yeah, the competition has been written off in recent years by Klopp because of other priorities. But now we have that bit more depth and like uh, Grace says, it will be nice to have a domestic trophy for the simple reason. Once Wembley comes around, we all buy into it. Okay, it's not as glamorous having a tour around for whatever uh, match against Lincoln. But when it goes deep or into it, you might end up playing United on the way or you might end up playing City in the final. And that's where we're going to get our um, our kicks out of it. Yeah, that is where we're going to get our kicks out because as it gets towards the later stages, even if you have 
gone with youth or, or you know fringe players you'll see more and more fourth team players being thrown in and you know semi-final two-legged semi-finals although I think they're gone now I think it's just, just a semi-final in a neutral venue because of the shortened mm. schedule but you're right that's where you see more that's when it gets serious and they go oh there's actually a chance of winning here and they start telling the fringe players it's not happening and you get a fourth yeah. team players in and you know what what I think is one of the biggest beauties of it is is uh, how Pep Linders gets to take these games yeah, well, you know, it's it, and it. I just see some of the quotes from him today. Like he's, he's incredible. Like you know, um, he has this uh, aura about him. This kind of he's a bit of a it's philo- isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's a bit of a, he's a bit of a philosopher as well as club. You know, um, they see things the same. So it's it's a joy to kind of get to see him um, in that sort of view. And Klopp having that sort of leadership to step aside and enable people like Linders to take, which is effectively, you know, the first team when you have when you have so many players hopefully included. So um yeah, I'm excited about that as well. Um there's a comment there saying we have Arsenal straight up if we beat Lincoln. Have we been drawn with Arsenal in the League Cup? Is has that happened? Yeah. Okay, home or away? Home to Arsenal, okay. Yeah. Um, and is that next the week? What, dif- what difference does that make now? Oh, that sorry. Well, home or away? Don't be yeah, I, I'm just. I don't know. I just wanted to know. Um, yeah. I still think, I think it makes a slight difference. I do you think, think so? Still, do you think so? Yeah, I think. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Traveling yeah. familiarity, you know, home home ground is a home ground. It, it still makes a slight difference. Obviously, not the usual difference, you know. But is it just no. for the next round, Chris, or is it sort of planned out the whole? No, I think I think it's just the next round. They drew, so we've got if we get past Lincoln, we've got Arsenal twice in a week. So oh. we play. Would we play Arsenal this this um, Monday, Monday night, and then and then, we and then the f- Thursday? Oh, so three four days later. Yeah. Okay, because Gareth Downey says they're Arsenal Monday and possibly Thursday next week. Um, okay, so Chris, same question to you: Is it is for you, is it something that you you use and you go and you go have a right go? As Andy said, you get to Wembley and, and you, your priorities kind of change a bit and you look to win this? Or is it something where you go, no, just keep loading the lads in and, and you know, everything goes on the Premier League and Champions League? Or, as somebody mentioned there, and it's, it's very interesting, about the FA Cup is, is probably, you know, the only domestic trophy you want to win. Do you wait until that comes around and start going, keep people fresh? What way do we play this? Because I think there's too many good players here not to not to have a go at this. I really do. I think we go probably the strongest we've gone for the league up for a while, um, especially this early in the season. I think a lot of our players need minutes. Um, with Andy, so I hope he thought that. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of our players need. Minutes. Tim McCass has not played has not played yet. Milner's had hardly any minutes. Jota needs his debut. Minamino needs minutes. So these are all like good players. Important. This is not like. A few years ago, we were relying on Nabil Elzar and David Ngog to get us through a game. So, I think we have a go, but I just don't think Klopp will risk any senior injury. So, if someone's carrying a niggle, they're never going to get picked for the League Cup. Um, I think the, we'll know how seriously he's taken it when we see who the centre-back pairing is. Because one of Fabinho or Van Dijk, in my opinion, will have to play. Oh, Okay. That's interesting. And we, we listen, we, we're going to, towards the end of the show, we'll have a look at possible lineups and, you know, um, score predictions and stuff. We'll leave that to the end. There's a couple of bits we want to talk about. But overall, I think you feel that 
we just have to wait and see. But there is an opportunity there to to play players that are on the fringes and stuff like that. And it brings me on nicely to the squad itself because it, I think it was Sean he said it was me sat in the, the other day and he said, "Gav, try picking a, pick, pick your best eleven and then pick seven subs and then see who's left out." And it got me thinking. And Grizz, you know, as I said earlier, there's going to be players that leave the club. Like, and um, we're going to get onto Harry Wilson and Grewich and, and a few more in a few minutes, but. Even at that, Chris, if you if you name your best eleven, and then name seven subs, just you're probably going to have to rotate out two or three players every week that aren't going to make this squad, aren't you? Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, that's that's what sort of that's what Klopp Edwards have been trying to work towards. You know, a squad that enables us to sort of be in this position where we can, we can. You know, we often talk about sort of squad strength, depth of other teams. But, we, you know, I've said it. I think we're as strong as anyone. I lit- I really do. I mean, so often we always talk about the, the the having two players in each position, you know, and we've genuinely got that in every position, except goalkeeper. <clears throat> you know my views on Adrian. But, mm. but everywhere else on the pitch, we've got, you know, sufficient depth sufficient deputy in every position to be very comfortable. And that's what the beauty of this squad building is we've been done slowly but surely every season. You know, even and this is sort of without buying for one window, wasn't it? We bought no one in one window. Yet we still come to this sort of uh, stage where we've got able deputies everywhere. Everywhere you look, I mean Jota gets into most Premier League teams and he's probably our fourth, fifth forward now. Right, Minamino, you know, what a find he was, yeah. Um, you know, playing top level football in, in, in Salzburg Champions League experience, everything. Everywhere looks at the midfield, we've I think every journalist has reminded us of the strength we have in midfield. And we've added to that with Thiago as well. You know how many of them were saying we need to get rid of a midfielder, too many in there, etc. etc. Um the only position some may say. There's a slight weakness, not according to me, as me and you discussed very passionately the other day. I think we, and I'll say it again, I think we have the best four centre-backs in the Premier League. I mean, someone show me four better centre-backs uh, than us in, in sort of in, in depth, in strength and depth than us. And that, and that bodes well. That bodes well. We can actually field two teams equally as good as each other, possibly with some... Very good subs as well, as you said. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I, I think it's. I, I was gonna ask you to name your best eleven and then try ma- name seven subs and we see who's left out. I, I might That's come back around. Doing right there. Was it okay? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna leave you for a minute then because Chris, um, before Andy gives us the big news, the big and he makes a statement. He's told us he's about to make a statement. Oh, no, I have it done. It's not that. It's not that difficult. Okay. Well, we'll see now in a second because I think we might have a couple of disagreements on it, but. Chris, for you, is it a juggling act for Klopp? Because, you know, we're talking about these cup competitions and, and he might look as a benefit to go, there's three lads missing out every week here in a squad. You know, let's, let's use them and let's use more players in the cup to keep them, keep them going, keep them fresh. That He's going to have a little bit of a juggling act, I think, this season, do you? It's a, it's a nice problem to have. Um, I would say this is the deepest squad we've had since 2000, 2001. That was the last time I thought we had a squad with actual depth, and we know how that season ended. It was a mm. 
you know, very successful season. I don't think we've had that any level of squad depth like that since then. Um, so this is great. I mean, look, this is what Ferguson used to always have. He used to have players where he'd say, like, don't worry, I've got a game for you in October, I've got a game for you in November. That's probably what Klopp's going to be saying to your Chamberlain, to Joneses. Don't worry, I've got, ga- I've got games for you. It's just not now. They also, hopefully, gives us the option of if someone like a, a genie is brilliant at the moment, but then he has a dip in November, December, you could send you could send him on holiday for two weeks, three weeks, take about the fire alarm, and you're dropping in a Cater, you're dropping in a Tiago, and you're going, there's no real drop in quality. The only area I know me and Grizz disagreed on it is centre-half. Uh, not in terms of quality, in terms of availability. Out of those four centre-halves, you could probably rely on three most of the time. But when we need the fourth one, which is Matip, again, this is the game Matip should be playing in, and again, Matip is injured and missing. So we're looking down the route of, is it a Cometio or is it um, Seth Vandenberg? That's my own, That's the only area of the pitch I think we're a little bit light. Not in quality, I think in terms of uh, availability. Okay. Um, Ramez Khalil has put in a super chat there with regards to uh, Kabak from Schalke, isn't it? Um, we will get on to him in a couple of minutes. I will put that up on the screen when we get to it. Um, Andy, give us your best 11 and 7 subs there for the crack and we'll see who's left out. Well, uh, can I tell you, who, can I do it in reverse and I'll tell you who's probably left out? Okay. Uh, so, like, for the first time in forever, um, Milner probably doesn't make the 18. Okay. And then after that, you might be looking at Jones not making it. Wow. Um, and you might look at, I suppose, after that, it's Williams and Elliot. So, so there's, oh, there's, there's, there's kind of three or four players that would feel a little bit disappointed being left out of that. And I think a squad, a season, can probably facilitate three or four with injuries, whether it's suspension, whether it's just resting, illness, you know, we're going to have, we're probably going to have players with suspected COVID throughout the season. So yeah, injury suspensions, yeah. Yeah, so it's not too bad. Um, so I'm looking at, I'm looking at the 11 here and yeah, you could change. A lot of people now are starting to side with playing Fabino as a centre back. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go that far just yet um, okay. to say that he is, he is our first choice. I know he's had a good debate about it on Sunday night. And, debate last you know, night yeah, well, and, you know, talking about um, the type of game, maybe if you're playing City away, you might, you might play Fabinho there, for instance. But anyway, let's let's just bang away with the 11. So obviously, most of it picks itself. Alisson a goal, Trent, right back, Robbo left back, Virgil van Dijk. I still say Gomez. If Gomez is on form, and he's 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 fit, and he's at his best. He's gonna play centre back, and then in the midfield, Henderson's never gonna be left out of that team. Thiago's gonna wedge his way in there. You don't buy a twenty twenty nine year old who's the one of the best in the world in his position, and and he doesn't make your first eleven. And then then it's a squeeze for being a war or one of them. Kate is starting to be favoured by Klopp, but I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a midfield of. Hendo, Thiago, and Genie. Okay. And then and then and then uh, Salah, Mane, Firmino. So the, the key here, go- the key here is the key here is though, regardless of what eleven you pick, it's the seven you put on the bench. 
it's 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 who you who's left out really. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what I think. That's what essentially I think it's if everyone was fit, available, ready to go, on form, uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have some disappointed boys. And I, I like you know, Jones is banging on that door. Uh, Milner obviously expects to be involved. I always want them involved. And then you've got Williams who started to feel part of the first team squad and 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 Elliot maybe. Um I mean, I, I can't really think of anyone else. I'm just looking at the team. So if you if you, if you if you if you have that team, would I be right in saying your bench would be Adrian? Yeah. Um Simakas. Matip. Matip. Nabi. Nabi. Fabino. Yeah. Chelte Aminamino. Ox. Okay. So Chamberlain's. Uh, I forgot about Ox. So if Ox does get fit, he's he's left he's left out of the eighteen. Who did you drop out the subs? Oh, he's left out of the eighteen. Yeah, so you'd have Ox left out, you'd have Curtis Jones yeah. left out. You'd have James Milner, James Milner left out. Mm-hmm. Um you could argue with Origi stage or leaving him out of his eighteen as Origi, the only yeah. kind of yeah. centre forward, really. Um Good point. Good point. It's, this is, you know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. There's going to be tw- Nico Williams, of course, is left out. Um, yeah, even though we've Brewster, seen his foot. Brewster, if he was to stay. Well, Brewster won't be there, but that's Brewster, no. fine. Um, but, but I know <clears throat> you're getting you're getting to a stage where you will have injuries, suspensions. You may have someone that goes down with COVID. That happened Simicast a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. But all things being fair, you know, you're looking at you're looking at three, four players there that feel they should be in the squad. Do you get what I'm saying? So it is a bit of a juggling act. Now, we haven't mentioned, um, we're not, we'll be touched on Origi, but we haven't mentioned him in a, in a serious sense of being in that squad. We haven't mentioned Gruwich. We haven't mentioned Harry Wilson. Um, we haven't mentioned Carriers, of course, which won't Shakiri. be mentioned. Shakiri is a Fucking Shakiri. Yeah. So yeah. now, now they could be, that makes a, a more of a stronger point for them to be leaving the club because if, even if they leave, you're still looking at 18 players in a match day squad and four lads that are going fucking mad because they're yeah. not in it. So this brings me back. And Grizz, the reason this brings me back is I know we're going to have suspensions and injuries. That's fine. But this brings me back to making the most of cups because at any stage you might need Curtis Jones, James Milner, Nico Williams. You know, we haven't mentioned Harvey Elliott in that one either. Um, But at any stage we could need those three or four players to be ready and ready to go, particularly midfielders. You know, anything can happen. You've seen Henderson. So reading or listening to that, Chris, does that bring you back and say, do you know what? Them cups might be a nice little buffer throughout the season. Well, this is it. Well, this is it. But this is, this is the beauty and it, sort of the smartness of how we operate, that we've foreseen that there will be games, fixtures every three days until, is it until January, Chris, for sure, isn't it? So sort of, or is it think, throughout the season? I think it's definitely heavy until January. I don't know if they say it is so, up January, but, but so, if you're in Europe, you're still in Europe, it probably doesn't. Exactly. So for example, we often... Uh, the accusations obviously sometimes labelled that, or it was previously, that we always struggle during the Christmas and New Year period. And he's learned. FSG have learned. And this is the this is why I keep drumming the FSG about how smart, in conjunction with Edwards and Klopp, how smart they are. They're always learning. They're always evolving. And they've brought us to a point where we've just rattled off how many names, Andy, 11, 8, about 20 names, that all could sort of justify... Yeah, 20, being called 20 to 24, 22, I 24. would have said. And they could all justify mm. being called first team members. 
let's not get it twisted or and that's very realistic or could be justified being as being called first team members um depending on sort of your opinion who should start whatever yeah and so this is the smartness and the foresight that these owners this recruitment team this club has and it's a brilliant position to be on it also comes with as you said gaff the added pressure of we have to we have to give it a go now we haven't got an excuse to sort of put out under 23 squads you know uh, yeah, there's just there's just a huge force team squad there. Always good reckons that Andy's been sniffing the vapor off the vapor kit. I don't know how because he's just reading out names. <laughs> but um, I think it might be down to the midfield he picked. But that's absolutely fair. What, what was the comment there? Uh, he, he feels you're being sniffing, <laughs> the, being vapor sniffing the vapor off the vapor kit. What does he not agree with me? Team, I'd, or uh, I, I'd say it was probably down to the midfield choice. Um, because that's what we were going to get that. But, like, yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't, but you see, the point of that exercise wasn't right to give us your fa- favorite team. The point was exactly. picking 11, and anyone that misses out, that might be a bit um, well, 50 50, goes into the subs, and then you're just pushing people okay, down the line. This is, okay, well, I'm going to say it. The only, the only one you could, uh, could have a doubt over is Ronaldum or Fabino. Yeah, most because, because KD to me is clear. Four choice, if you know what I mean. Mm. It's just he hasn't, he hasn't. Yeah, but, Andy, but this is this adds to what we we wanted and we talked about in terms of unpredictability. Yeah, you know, if we don't know what the team's going to be, or sort of sometimes Klopp may not know what team he's going to pick for a certain game. How the f are going to the opposition going to try to work it out? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. and, and, and how many times have we seen teams sort of set up against us, knowing we're going to play four three three? Just stop the fullbacks. The three midfielders are going to be Genie, Henderson, Fabinho, mm. you know, and, and bog standard. Look, they're going to be bog standard in midfield. Let them have the ball. Let them pass sideways, but make sure we double up on the two the two wide men and the two fullbacks. Well, now mm. if they do that and give, like you've put Thiago in your best midfield, I agree with you. Now if you give Thiago the best man, in the, the best creative player in the world football, the, the the freedom of the centre of the mid, of the park, you're fucked there as well. It's unpredictability, you know? Yeah. Even if Fabinho plays at centre-back, uh, uh, one of our centre-backs being so brilliant and comfortable on the ball, coming, stepping into midfield, allowing one of the centre-mid... Did you know? I don't know if you guys noticed, Genie played further forward in that second half as soon as uh, Thiago came on. Another weapon, back. you know, in an armoury. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, LAF says, as Pep said, um, Pep Linders, I presume she's talking about, said, we play every three days till the January break. We'll need everyone in that squad. There will be injuries. That's a very yeah. fair point. That's an excellent Mo- point. I- no, it is. It's an excellent point, And you will need to rotate. But let's be honest about it. You know, if if, if you go with Andy's 11 or you throw Fabinho in there instead of Ronaldo, it doesn't matter. The chances are seven to eight of them are going to be playing nearly every game. So there is rotation, but the rotation mm. usually happens in three or four players in the team. The, the eight are constant. And this is why I just keep going back to these cups and saying, yeah, just 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 do something, be a little bit stronger in them and a little bit more brave, which are which are selections, I suppose, because I know the Premier League is there. I know the Champion League is only around the corner. But in in saying that, you want to they can train as much as they want, but the likes of them League Cup games could be really beneficial. And of course the FA Cup and I think that still starts in the new year. And you know, that's when the business end comes if you're still in the Champions League, you got through the group stages. So it's just the thing in my head that was there today because Shawnee was going on about who'd be left out of the squad. And if they're out there, is there a way to fucking keep them interested and, and, and match fit, I suppose, you know? Can I just um 
yeah. make a point there across my mind on on navigate it. So we're playing it. We're playing a game every three days till January, yeah. and you're going to see different players coming in and out of the team. But generally, Klopp was going to want the system to stay pretty much consistent. And if you notice Kate's game, we're not really seeing. We've never really seen the Leipzig Kate. What what's what's Klopp going to do with Naby? What what is he going to change him? Is he going to reinvent him like he has a lot of the players? Is he going to have him playing maybe a more conservative role in midfield? You know, it's it. Our midfield doesn't really do what Kate did um, for for Leipzig. It doesn't. They don't necessarily break the lines. They're all hard working in there, and even Thiago doesn't break a sweat. But he, he makes the he makes the ball work hard. Do you know mm. what I mean? The the midfield generally has to do the same same job typically from game to game. If you're going to have any sort of consistency, I mean, what what does that mean from Kate? What 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 sort of midfield player can he become if he's not the one that's sort of linking up with the attackers? Well, for me, um, I, I look at it and I think, you know, the functional word always comes up, Andy, with, with this midfield. And it's a very fair one because you have Fabinho in there. Like, it, traditionally, we look at Fabinho, Wijnaldum, Henderson, fourth choice, right? And that's absolutely yeah. fine. And what I'd be looking for from Fabinho is he, sniff, he sniffs out things, he, he, he blocks things, he, he intercepts, he gets, he's, he's a good range of passing, don't get me wrong. But he's a, he's a very, he's very good protection because you need that. When your fullbacks are fucking wingers, you need that. That's, you know, no matter how good a team you are. When you look at the likes of, Henderson and Wijnaldum their, their first job for me in the team is they're allowing they're allowing Mane and Robertson on the left if it's Genie and they're allowing Salah and Trent on the right if it's Henderson to go and be creative and break lines and you know create but they're they're in the they're in the spot behind them where they go listen you can go I'll, 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 I'll look after things and don't get me wrong when they lose the ball they work very hard to get back but you always need a line of defence there we're going to have to change the way we play Andy because when you have when you have um, Keita and Thiago now added into that midfield, and and even Oxley Chamberlain and Curtis Jones, who are creative players that look to go forward, the, the first thing is, I'm not saying they don't work for the team, but the first thing is to look to create and break lines, or you know, play intricate passes, or you know, open up the play. We're gonna have to change the way we play, Andy. It's as simple as that, you know. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying Keita wouldn't work hard. I'm not saying Thiago wouldn't work hard. But the two of them predominantly want to look forward and, and, and influence the game going forward. Whereas Wijnaldum and Henderson, although they can, in, although they can influence things, the, their main thing is they're always watching. They're always watching for the, that little inside right and inside left spot all the time. So, uh, But having said that, there's so many different opposition we're going to come up against that changing the team and rotating, like people have said, is, is definitely the way to go. And the more weapons you have, the better. But I think just to add to that, just to add to that, and uh, what Andy said, uh, you and you and Andy talked about, touched upon Nabi. He has changed his game a lot, Andy. Mm. Um, in terms of, and um, me and Gav again had a passionate debate. I think a couple of weeks ago or something. Um, in terms of um, where I thought his best position is, and where sort of others think his best position is, I agree with you. If we play the four-three-three, and you're looking to play sort of either Thiago deepest or let's just say Hendo deepest, it's just not. It's, 
the, the, the function, the role of the eight in a clock team is totally different to a conventional eight. You know, it's, it's, it's so different to the eyes because how often do we see Cater in the box? Now, Cater at Leipzig was a box-to-box midfielder, Andy, in a two. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to not change for him, but I think we're going to change for the sake of Liverpool Football Club in terms of evolve. And that is why Thiago has been brought in. Um, I truly think we're going to play a lot of this 4-2-3-1, Andy. I agree. Which, which, gives, which gives a total different role to Cater. It will be his preferred role alongside, yeah. let's say, Thiago or alongside whatever, whoever. I think it's just, I think our coaches have thought long and hard about this in terms of not being as predictable as before because, you know, a lot of a lot of other clubs' fans or media and pundits were saying, oh, Liverpool being found out, you know, they're, they're slightly st- static in midfield. Well, now, good luck trying to work us out. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True green today do you know this formation conversation four two mm. three one it's just exploded um it's the the fashionable thing to talk about liverpool converting to a four two three one it's it it grates on me actually uh strangely enough you know how how is a how is a four two three one system going to change liverpool so dramatically when we attack for 90 percent of the games I honestly don't get it. Four two three one is if you're gonna it, expect it saves yep. it saves you for lack of legs. Sorry, the idea is I think the idea of the four two three one is to go a bit more through the middle. So don't. I think the idea is it might rest Robbo and those legs, so they don't have to be as attacking to do for that to work. You need a bit more of a creative spark in the middle, which is possibly a cater, possibly a Thiago. That's maybe mm. the idea. That's that's how I. Yeah, but that, that that would sort of say that you know y- your team is going to sit in, be a bit more compact. Uh, going to the Trent's all of us going to suddenly become a defender and not a winger, and Robbo similar to a to a lesser extent. Trent definitely you know, spends a bit more time attacking than Robbo. Um, I don't know. I, I and do you know what it is? Do you know sometimes there was games where Robertson didn't play or Trent didn't play? Yeah. And how often was it labelled? We're not the same. Mm, without yeah. a Robbo playing or a Trent playing. So for argument's sake, if Nico plays, then we have to change the dynamic of our midfield. I know what you mean, this 4-2-3-1. Where does it just suddenly pop from? I get what you mean. I don't necessarily mean just 4-2-3-1. I just mean a, a slight tweak yeah. in formation, whether it be 4-1-2. Do you know what I mean? Forget the numbers. I'm yeah. just talking about sort of the dynamic of midfield will change, you know, very often because... We're not going to play Robertson every single three days. We're not going to play Trent every three days. Yeah. So therefore, we have to work other ways out, of, other ways of attacking teams, and this but could be one. There, like there's our, our own Conway trying to comment in there. It gives you an extra attacker on the pitch, Andy. Your mad thing. Explain that to me. 
We attack. Well, we attack. Let, and the only the only players who sit back are our centre backs. We have a goalkeeper that stands uh, in ninety percent of games uh, between in Scotland and the halfway line. Go on, Gav, you go for it. couldn't have more bodies forward. I've got an opinion as well on this. Oh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why I say it, like, and it goes back to the midfield again, because I don't see under any circumstances where we decide that we're going to play 4 2 3 1 or whatever it might be and try curb what Robertson and uh, Trent do, especially in conjunction with Mane and Salary. And I've spoken already about how Henderson and Alden do jobs on either side of a, a defensive midfielder. I think we I think we are going to commit more players forward, Andy. And what I mean by that is, instead of instead of Fabinho being deep and the two lads looking to fill holes, I think he's just going to put the responsibility on two lads in the middle of the park to say, "Listen, them Correct. fullbacks are gone. Them fullbacks are gone." And we to in order to in order to bre- break down a low block, people think you need a, a brilliant pass of the ball. And like and they've said Thiago, and I've, I've nothing against that. You need numbers, and what the reason you need numbers is because no matter how good of a pass or of a ball you are, if you don't have enough numbers to occupy people, they can set themselves out. Where if you have an extra man in there making runs for no fucking reason, just making runs, um, he takes people away. So what I think is going to happen is I think Klopp is going to um, entrust two players in the midfield in certain games. Don't get me wrong. And listen, he could play four three three and to start and just four two three one when we have a four three three when we don't. He could do something like that in a in a standard game. But I know where you're coming from that we attack a lot of the time. What I think will happen is he'll end up with his two centre backs. He'll he'll entrust two fellas in the middle of the park to say, listen, it's up to you two. If this comes out, it's up to you too because I'm throwing that extra man in the mix with Firmino in the box. And these lads are, are walking down the side because if you watch Liverpool an awful lot, you know, you will have the lads down sides walking. But when you look in the box, there's probably Firmino in there and there might be Owen Alden. One of them might commit and Henderson might stay or Henderson might go. What he's going to do here is he's going to go, listen, I'm 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 actually getting this fella to be in the box all the fucking time, and and that's where I think it's coming from. I don't think it's an actual visual thing of looking at the pitch going. That's where they start. I think it's just a case of what you're going to commit and the responsibilities you're going to give the people behind. And instead of it being two lads with a fella deeper, he's just going to put two slightly deeper, not that deep, but two will be the will be looking to do the job of three. That's the way I see it. I also think. It, it, it suits, and I haven't got any sort of. We can't. We can't have any evidence of it because we haven't tried it, and we just sort of just started the season. But I do know sort of the histories of where Thiago and Naby have played um, for most of their careers and successfully. And if they and they've played the majority of their careers in a two in midfield. Now I'm not saying we're changing the way Liverpool are playing just for Thiago and Naby Keita. Right, I'm clear. I'm not saying that before people say, "Oh, well, you know, we've done very well without them." I get that, but what I mean is, when you purchase someone and you're so adamant and you chase that person and you're ready to pay whatever for him, and you know he is the player he is, even though he's the most beautiful, creative player in the world, and this is gonna—it's not a criticism of him. It might may come across as a criticism of him, but I don't think Andy that. And Gav as well. I don't think we're going to play Thiago as a deepest line midfielder Either on his own in many games. That's my thinking. That's why I think we will have someone alongside him. I know we played against Chelsea, but it was ten men. That's my only thinking. I think. I think yeah. the part of this as well is is looking to get Salah in front of goal. 
And what I mean by that is I could see him going in with a Thiago. For, look, pick two players, Thiago and Henderson, just for argument's sake, Fabinho and Manalda. It doesn't matter. I could see him going in with that. I could see him going with, um, I could see him putting Salah up top with Firmino behind as the, the, yeah. the you know, the one in the middle of the tree, um, Mane on the left and putting, and that's why he's probably looking at, uh, the Jota coming in. Um, he's not dead Jota. Why did I say that? But yeah, that's why you're looking at Jota and that's why there's still links to Sar. I think he may look to get Mo Salah in front of goal and Firmino off him and, you know, Mane can stay where he is and you have another, you without have another wide attacker. Without purchasing a Bobby replacement, do you remember we had the conversation about who can be a Bobby replacement? We can Again, refresh Bobby Firmino in what he does. Absolutely. Again, I think we've sort of um, we've tried to solve the problem internally. Mm. And I think that's what will happen, as you said, with the option of Salah going through the middle. It will put pressure on Bobby. And also, Bobby is very comfortable playing in that three behind the one. So I think we're trying to... In front reinvent- of the two. Yeah. 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 I must, have, must yeah. Have, before we sign Jota, I did wonder if Klopp at some point, with the amount of midfielders he's bought, would try and just play over two up front a way of protecting the front three and also to get rid of this issue that we keep saying is, oh, when Bobby doesn't play, Liverpool don't click. Or when one of the front three doesn't work, we always have Rigi on the left wing and it doesn't click. So rather than trying to reinvent the wheel of making them play 4-3-3, I always wonder whether at one point he may just try and stick Salah and Manu up front of two and flood the midfield with a mini-mino you know, behind him you know, a, a bit of a diamond, just something a bit different. They probably are going to do that now because they bought Jota. So clearly he still wants to go with that way. But I do wonder if they, I don't think he's trying to create a new body. I think they've got to try to find a way of playing without Bobby because at some point Bobby's going to get injured or he is going to play every game and we can't keep using the same excuse of we're never the same when Bobby doesn't play or we're never the same when Salah doesn't play. Like United away. We said as soon as United away was, well, it doesn't work for Regan the left wing and we need to change the whole midfield that for one player being injured. So maybe there's a, a workaround. Mm. I think Jota, I think Jota's going to push Bobby hard. Do you? Yeah. I have, because... I have a feeling, I have a feeling he plays quite a bit. If we change system slightly, people are asking there, why, why would Klopp change system? It's not because he feels he needs to. I think it's, it's just another weapon to have, you know, the kind of way, but you, you feel that <laughs> he's, he's going to push yeah. him hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, absolutely. I think he's, He's so good at so like you know you know he can play across the front three and he can pick the ball up deep. He's his energy, his ability to press. I think he's he's a model for giving a dig out in midfield, picking up the ball and and carrying it on like none of our midfielders really do. And obviously that gives Salah Amane the opportunity to come in more central and. Trent and Robert to do what they do, so I think he's I think he's ideal. Like he's not your he's certainly not your um, traditional nine. He's not going to be a poacher. He's not going to be playing on the shoulder of the attacker or the defender. So um, I think he could do Bobby's job, and he could probably he could probably have a more of an um, you know an output in terms of goals and assists. Well, assists. And if he, if he, listen, this is not one of one of uh, Bobby's biggest fans, but it's it's the first time he's probably had a bit of competition. Liverpool have invested heavily in in Jota, and I and I don't think it's just to give Salah or Mane a rest. 
Like mm. them two boys are machines. Uh, Klopp doesn't seem to look at them and think they haven't got legs. Yeah. Um, Edward Denham asks, Gav, what happens to Minamino if Jota gets some serious game time? That This is where I think Minamino comes into his own in this change of formation because you, you might want to play Bobby in that 10, but you could play Minamino there. You could play Minamino off the left. There's no issue for me um, off the left, off the right. I'm not so sure. But listen, I'm going I'm to move on. Um, I want to have a little talk about possible ins and outs because it's, it's still doing the rounds. And then we get on to Lincoln and um, lineup predictions and score predictions. So Ramius Khalil said ages ago, he says this. Apparently Fabrizio Romano said we'll be going for Kabak towards the end of the window after some outgoings. What do you think? Love the show, lads. Thanks, uh, Ramiz. Thanks for thanks for that comment. Um, Chris, I'm going to come to you. Do you see a centre-back being a priority now with all the talk around Fabinho? And he, he mentions possible outgoings there. Who do you expect to leave? I know you discussed it last night, but who do you expect to leave? And, and do, do you see any in, uh, incomings? Uh, I, think, I think we might try one more in. If it was me, I thought it'd be a centre back, but I'm leaning towards we might get another attacker. In. And I think I think Klopp is this. I'm getting the impression Klopp's will take the risk with Fabinho and Matip, uh, more Matip's injury record because perhaps if he wants a centre back, he can't get till next up, whoever that is. Um, in terms of outgoings, you'd expect like Tadius to go, Phillips to go, Gruwich, Brewster, Wilson. I think they're all pretty much gone. Uh, Shakiri, I think if I think Rigo as well. I think if you get rid of Brewster and Rigo, he would try if you try and bring somebody else in up top. Yeah, Andy, for you, you know, there's been debate on this show and other shows, I presume, um, across Liverpool, the world of Liverpool and and YouTube around Fabinho and and regardless of you know where you play him or who you favour him over, do, do you see a centre half being? Being looked at this this summer, or do you think he? No, I think he will go with Fabinho as his backup if needed. And on yeah. top of that, um, what would you? Who do you see leaving? And do you see anybody coming in? Okay, loads of questions again. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you have to keep up, Andy. Fabinho's uh, certainly more capable to play as the let's say four choice uh, centre back. It's it's how how far how often fourth choice becomes fucking first choice with Liverpool is the problem to partner Van Dijk uh, with the amount of games that Gomez and Matip are likely to miss. I just think with Wijnaldum staying for another year and is bringing in an extra midfielder who expects games to keep everyone happy and keep everyone playing, it's it's probably more likely that he does stick with Fabinho as as a an option for centre back, and then when Alum, when Manalum leaves next summer, which is in, probably inevitable to happen at this stage, then Fabinho moves back into midfield, and then we buy a centre back, and it gives us an extra kind of twelve months to to identify that player, um, to whatever move the money around uh, and do a deal for someone else. But I think with Klopp, if the right player does um become available and we're being linked um with a few centre halves and then I think he just does the he does the business then and he tells them, you know, it's gonna take you time to get in, learn the system, learn what it's all about here. Um and yeah, just I think we'd be fine either way. 
in terms of yeah, players going out, I think we all know there's there's five or six players who if an offer comes in for they're gone the following day. But if they don't go, as we expected Lovren to go at one stage, we expected Lalana to leave, and they all clap brought them back in and, and gave them games and got them part of the squad again. So you know Whoever whoever doesn't leave, I think Klopp is going to make a place in many of so many games. Yeah, I, I can see um, I can see them be, if they can't get them out on 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 a permanent deal. I can see a lot of loans going on and with obligations to boy or letting a run another year and getting rid of them. Um, mm. But you have to factor in, I suppose, all this COVID stuff and we're still not getting into stadiums and it doesn't look like it'll happen anytime in 2020. So there's, there's money being lost everywhere. But listen, Edwards is a fucking mad. I don't know how he does it. But so if, if anyone can, he can. Grizz, um, Brewster, Harry Wilson, Gruwich, Carius, they're probably the four names that are kind of mentioned most with regards to outgoings, probably because they're most value. Uh, Shakiri is being mentioned there as well. What do you reckon happens with them four or five players? Um, you're right. This 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 um, news about sort of no fans in the stadium until January at the earliest or something like that was it? Yeah, I think or it'll be. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll look at a 2021. Yeah. I think it, I think um, I think it makes clubs really think even harder of what to do. I think it's honestly it's a pain in the bug. If, well, it's a very serious situation anyway, but it's a pain in the bug for sort of trying to plan ahead and see what we can do. I think it's just outgoings for now, in my opinion. I think it's just we will. I know you saying that we may. We may accept loans. I just can't see us accepting loans at the moment. I just can't see it. I think I we're think you, I think, I think, we, to... I, I think we called on Gruwich and Carius. Yeah, I, I think we I think we'll accept cash bids. And personally, I, I, you know, it's the last last option in terms of sort of accepting a loan for any of those players that you've mentioned. That's five six players there that could easily raise seventy million for us there. Uh, without break us even moving, I think we'd be in. Sort of profit, won't we, for the summer? After, including, the, yeah, we're you know, paying we're paying Bayern about eight quid a month um, exactly. for for Thiago, and I think we're yeah. paying four but quid a month forget, for, for Jota. But, but, but let's not forget, sort of, we will have to set up payment plans. The the structure of transfers going out would be of similar ilk. So, you know, I know people get carried away with the business Edwards done. Well, you know, every other club has a sporting director that will try to yeah. sort of get well, the best hope, deal as well. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Exactly. So, look, in terms, of, in terms of, in terms of, forget them, shambles. <laughs> um, but in terms of outgoings, you know, it's the usual suspects. Um, you know, I've said there's always one shock. There's always one sort of player that you didn't expect to be linked away. You know, we're at that stage, Gav, where I know Andy says that we sort of often talked about Lovren and Lalana going out, and they stayed. Well, I think we're just operating at a total different level now. I think it's I think we're showing a, a ruthless side that I certainly wanted at the start of the window, if you remember. Do you remember we talked about that word yeah. ruthless? We've yeah. got to be ruthless in the market and I think we've shown it. I think we're still going to show it. I wouldn't take I wouldn't listen to the journalists saying no more and that's us done and that's us done. You know, you know, we know what the journalists know and what they've been told this summer. But for now I think it's just 
all concentration on outgoings, outgoings. And then, like I think Andy said, we assess the situation right near the end. And then if the bargain comes up and if sort of, because I know we've still got inquiries out for players. And we're looking, listen, we're smashing businessmen. FSG are the best businessmen you'll ever find. And so they will wait. They will wait and bide their time, bide their time. And when, when sort of when a club becomes desperate or in need, which many clubs will, unfortunately, unfortunately, as the case may be for these clubs, a lot of them will be stuck financially and looking sort of for players to leave so they can get that extra five, 10 million pound in, whatever it is. That's when I think we may strike. Um, but at the moment, it's just all about sort of getting these these bids in, which we have, and letting these players go, you know, and that's it. Sort of see where we are in about five, six days again. Mm. Um, your mate Roy K says, uh, Grizz is looking a lot leaner. Drop the meal plan, gym routine, Grizz. Um, he's looking great, isn't he? Um, yeah, <laughs> He's doing great. He's doing great. He's on. He's on. He's on, um, he's on Andy's diet because he's looking to get into uh, one of those vapor shorts by the yeah. time um, we're allowed back into stadiums. But um, <clears throat> I think there's another signing in us. Um, I have a f- uh, listen. I've no information behind this, but I have a feeling that Liverpool will look to move Shakiri, Grewich, Carius, Wilson, and there's one other there, isn't there? Um, that I'm, that I'm definitely Booster. forgetting. Brewster. 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 And I think I think he'll go in for another attacking player. I genuinely do. I like I like Andy's theory and I think it's one that maybe Grizz and Keith, a couple of lads over the last couple of shows have said as well and agreed on that they, they do use Fabinho as the backup uh, centre half when needed. And he's there and in twelve months time we go and we sign or we're looking or we, we something's in the pipeline for a centre half to come in and releases Fabinho out of that, you know emergency position when needed and I think if there was one to come in I think it might be a forward player I think it's needed I, I don't get me wrong I like the front three are brilliant Minamino Jota brilliant um, but I, I, I think one more I think one more might work um, I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised and I'm going to put it out there I wouldn't be surprised if we look at an incoming attacker on loan with an obligation to buy oh you're That's talking about then Dembele Oh, um, no, no, no. Uh, Usman Dembele is going around. Sar is obviously the link came out of French football yesterday, um, and the lads spoke about it last night. But I still think there's one in us. I genuinely do. And but we'll have to wait and see. It we will develop, and I think we get a clearer picture once the Bruiser situation is up. Because it was a farce the other day with Crystal Palace's owner having a go at Sky Sports, and now Burnley apparently are close to green deal for Harry Wilson. The Bruiser stuff was up in the air. Gruwich, the last link was. Borussia Mönchengladbach carries nothing's being heard of Shakiri, just nothing said about him whether it's about playing football or, or staying or going at Liverpool he just seems to wander around and no one pays any attention to him so um, it's well I think those. tomorrow will give away if Shakiri's not in tomorrow's squad then I think yeah, that's not. because he's fit now yeah I mean yeah, he's fit that's he's fair training. enough yeah, yeah you know if he's not tomorrow then we know that's a given mm. you know that um, is often. Somebody that just we're going to get onto the Lincoln lineups and predictions now before we finish up. And a few people have said, I think um, it might be Dave Malik, it might have been Dave Malik. I, I, I don't want to misquote the fella, is saying that it looks like Van der Bergen and Williams will start tomorrow. So um, that's what he's Go saying. But, um, <laughs> Andy, I'm going to come to you first. What side are you playing tomorrow against Lincoln? And what would your score prediction be? <laughs> 
Um, now that's only yeah, two well, questions. Don't have a go. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Adrian Williams van der Berg. Um, I mean, I don't know. You need to. I, I, if you're going to play a, a kid at centre back, you, you do need to kind of play someone beside him. So I don't think it's going to be Billy the kid. So let's let's say for being all plays there. Simicus midfield Milner Jones. And Ronaldo. Okay. Um, Jota has to play. Minamino has to play. And then at least one spot. Elliot. I would like to see Elliot playing. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's your score prediction, Andy? 7-0 to Liverpool. Ah, right. Okay. As, as you do. Um, Chris, what are you going with? Who's Reese Williams? Know. Someone saying Reese Williams here. Is there Reese Williams due to start tomorrow? No. Who's Reese Williams? No, there's no Reese Williams. There's Nico Williams. No, people keep saying Reese Williams too. He might be an under 23 player. Um, but anyway, go on. Chris, what's your um, starting 11? Well, I was going to say Billy the Kennedy starts with Fabino, but it sounds like Van der Berg. No, he's not fit. He's not fit. Oh, so it's Van der Berg then, which is Billy the Kennedy. Um, so the oh, back, I think the back line. Is a Sorry, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you is a centre back from the under twenty threes. Okay. Okay. Be a very young midfield. Well, I'll go with Williams, Van der Berg, uh, Fabino, Zemmerkatz, Milner, Jones. I think Thiago might get forty five minutes just to get some more fitness in his legs. And then go with Minamino, Elliot, and Jota. Okay. Grizz, what are you going with? I'm going to go for uh, Nico Williams, right back. I'm going to go for the under 23 centre back that, that just everyone's informed. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking joke. So, you know that. So, so <laughs> You're just going to pick a fella you'd only, only heard about. Him. No, well, no, I, uh, I, I didn't know of him. <laughs> I've just been refreshed. My memory's my memory's been refreshed. Just no, like my timeline. Your spoofy's been refreshed. So well, I, okay, 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 let me be okay, let me be honest. I thought it was going to be Phillips. I thought it was going to be okay. Phillips and Vandenberg. Fair right? show. So I'll, I'll go with my I original was there. idea. I'll go with what I thought was going to stop. So I thought it was going to be Nico Williams, Nat, uh, Nat Phillips, um, that gingerbread kid. And Simicast <laughs> left back. Midfield, midfield's going to be Milner, Curtis Jones, and Fabinho. And then up front's going to be Jota, Minamino, Origi. Okay. Oh, yeah. He'll play, yeah. Um, oh, will he, yeah? We all heard of him, at least. Flash, Flash Gordon <laughs> says, Griswold's 30 seconds ago. Reese Williams. There is no Reese Williams. <laughs> and, then and then he says, I know, I'll go with that fella, Reese Williams. 100% to play him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him, Mini, Mini Van Dyke. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's brilliant. If, if Reese Williams had yeah. been called out for the 23s, do you know what well, I mean? Listen, I got my 11. You expect me to be surprised. My 11. He's the neck of a jockey's bollocks. My 11 is. Amazing trust in players, Klopp has. <laughs> My 11, um, I would go Adrian, I would go Nico Williams, 
I would go. Now there's a lot of reports over this young lad and, and Van der Berg. Um, I go Joe Gomez. Um, I think Joe Gomez not, was very close to playing against Chelsea. Well, is he definitely not fit? Because of the, the talk sure, was he was I'm okay. Sure, I'm sure no, thing saying Matt and Gomez not fit. Uh, but if he's not fit, he won't, okay. he won't play, Gav. Go, well, go you never back. know. Footballers back. are never 100% fit. Um, <laughs> right, I would have went with Joe Gomez, but he's apparently he's fit, so Reese Williams is in. Um, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, do you know what? I think he will go Van der Berg. Um, and I, I, I would have went along with a couple of lads there. I would have put, I would have put a, a Fabinho in there or something beside him. But listen, I've no problem if he puts two young centre halves in. Simakas left back, um, Milner, Jones, Milner, Jones, Naby. I think Naby will start instead of Fabinho. I don't, I don't think so. Gav, I don't think so. Do I think he plays yeah, against Arsenal. So. Point for that. Um. He came off so 60 now. minutes. He came off yeah, 60 go on. Minutes. Go on. I'll have Keita in with, in with Jones and Milner and I'll go with Minamino, Jota, um, Minamino, Jota, Elliot. That's the 11 I go with. Ooh. Sorry, Chris. It's Chris, going to be a Rigi though, isn't it? Well, I would, it wouldn't be for me, but, but you never know. Um, Maddox also says that Thiago starts. So you never look. It could be all over the bleeding place. Uh, Chris, score prediction? Uh, 4-2 Liverpool. 4-2 Liverpool. Nice one, I like that. Um, Grizz, score prediction? It depends on the quality of the pitch. Now, I've discussed this with you before as well. It depends on the, on the, on the size of the pitch and the quality of the pitch. I haven't got the measure. Does anybody, does anybody know what the, what the state of Lincoln City is? Lincoln play at Sinsel Bank, don't he? Uh, apparently it's Go on, quite Chris, give me some insight. It's quite, quite long grass, quite muddy. It's uh, perfect for Reese Williams. It's the sort of pitch he likes. Really? Okay. I've no then idea. I'm going... I would say, I would say, considering the, the season is only they fucking play? a week old. League. What league two, do they play? League one or two. Um, but considering the league is only a week old, the pitch would be fine. The pitch would be fine, yeah? Yeah. Then I'm looking at a 3-0 victory. Okay. Okay. Um... 3-0, 4-2, I'll have Liverpool by two goals to one. Don't wow. think we Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think I'll go two goals to one. I think there's enough youth in that team to concede, but we just about get through. And it doesn't, you know, it's one of those where you just take the win and walk away. Straight to penalties, of course, if it's if it's a draw after ninety minutes. Um anything else before we go, lads? Andy, anything else before we go? Yeah, no, I I did uh, read the um the pitch tomorrow was gonna be good to soft. Okay. Yeah. Good the ground is fair to good to soft. Yeah, I'm just actually reading up those uh horse horse track terms. And yeah. what did you do? You just looked for one near Lincoln and said, Ah, the grass is all the same up there. <laughs> yeah. It could be uh, it could be going good or good to soft. Okay. Is, is what they're saying. Okay. Well, look, Lincoln. Good to soft, I think, suits us. I think um yeah. it all depends on the length of the grass. So if they're out with the lawnmowers in the morning, if you're going past Sinsel Bank in the morning, you see them cutting the grass, you know, yeah. lump on if, Liverpool. If they had fences, it would be pretty shit, but there's no fences. Yeah, I think I think if you if 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 they cut the grass, we're we're, we're in. We're all we're all good. Um, Did you know how much Chelsea fucking drowned it there the the half they were attacking? Yeah, loads of teams do that now. I know loads of teams. We do it all the time. But like, but 
they they drowned it because I think the um the pundits were sitting down that end and it just looked like they flooded the kip. Yeah. And well, then, loads of teams and then early now. in the second half, um didn't Robbo send one of their players for a hot dog? Yeah, because he was slipped. Because he, he, he slipped got, in, he literally yeah. slipped in a puddle. He aqua playing. <laughs> aqua playing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did, he just aqua playing. <laughs> Pair of armbands on him when he came back yeah. into shot. Um Grizz, anything else before we go? No, I'm good with good to soft because oh. yeah, because of the state of my after my dental surgery I'm looking at good to soft. Okay. So I'm okay with good to soft. I'm going to have a plate of rice now with good to soft. What was your favourite track to run on, B Grizz? Whoa, asking you about horse racing. No, yourself. If you run around. Good to soft. soft. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of legs. That's it. You know, I've got strong legs, so good to soft would suit me. I can sort of pump away. The lighter you are, I think... Sounds wrong on so many levels. Um, You don't want to fail. The lighter the ground... Sorry, the lighter you are, the firmer the ground you prefer, right? Oh, God. Chris yeah. is going into physics yeah. here. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. Is that right, um, Chris? Yeah, it depends. Yeah, yeah what? Uh, what runners and, you wear? Like, what's your favourite pair of runners? <laughs> do you reckon tomorrow now, instead of kilometres ran, they'd be, they'd be measured in four longs run and stuff like that? <laughs> you know, uh, Milner ranked seven four longs during that game. <laughs> Um, the, it'd be unbelievable uh, the fact Grizz has said uh, I like soft good to soft and I just pump away is just blowing my mind I think we should leave it there um, she's that's a lucky it. woman that's been, that's been the midweek fix Gav, um, uh, yeah one question have you, have you won your bet? oh because oh. didn't you say didn't you say yes. uh, Thiago and Wijnaldum would play in the same team this season mm, I did sorry I I think Gav. I think Gav knows what the bet is. Right. What do you What do you reckon the bet is before we go, Andy? So I made the point. Take a time to make this up now. I said that I was basically making the point that Thiago wouldn't sign for Liverpool if Wijnaldum extended his contract. So Mm. we won't really know till. He, he extends his contract or not extend, but I tell you what, I'll pay the bet anyway. But I, okay. it, it's more about the principle. Well, I, sh- I should hope you <laughs> do because because you lost. Point still stands. My point still stands. He's gone full what? Kevin Keegan here. Look, <laughs> he got the pedo and everything. I wouldn't pay that bet. Look, I was on that show. I'm neutral. I was on that show. Grace, you know the point I was making. No, he yes, doesn't. It's not going to be working for you. <laughs> <laughs> Because I said, I end, said. The, the end result of that bet was, this is, I know there was a lot of small imprint, but the end yeah. of the day, the bet was, Gav, and I think Gav had the final word, he said, Tiago doesn't depend on Genie. Yeah, I said, so we signed, we signed Tiago. And, and Andy said, well, Gav, I'm telling you, they won't be playing in the same team. Yes. And I said, Thiago and Wijnaldum would be. There's a lot. Liverpool there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of lawyers in them comments. <laughs> Chris, Chris, am I right? I think. I tell I you. Think, what, I tell you. What I'll do. I tell you. What I'll do. I tell you. What I'll do. There's, there's enough people here in this chat 
that watch that show that watch all the time if people let me know between now and and um i don't know friday night show and we they can decide um who is andy right is he wrong only i know um, the point i was making well, of course you do, because you were the one that said it. Everyone else was very I confused. You, I, I was I, very straightforward. Way. I was very straightforward. Tiago would sign for Liverpool, and, and Gina and Adam would I remain there. I think Andy's trying to get away with it on the technical floor of signing a contract. That wasn't part of the bet. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, my child is having a breakdown. He's really upset about this bet. I think, I think, I think what he's shouting is pay the money. I'll pay the money. I'll pay the money, but it's not like it's not for Gav. It's for it's a charity. charity. So yeah. we're going to pay the money anyway. As yeah. I always do with charity. I'm very charitable. But um, the point I was making is that we weren't going to buy an extra midfielder with the, with with if Ronaldo signed a new contract. And I don't think Ronaldo's going to sign a new contract. Well, look, I don't, Andy. You can dig another hole as much as you want. I'm just trying to think of the charity you would hate most and then I'm going to make You're you You're playing with the comments now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have to go. My child's having a breakdown, right? I have to go. Um, that has been the midweek fix. Uh, tomorrow is, oh, we will be live on Instagram before and after the game. Plus, we will have uh, the transfer agenda. So, we'll probably be live on Insta on one thing and live on YouTube on another at the same time. But that's just the way it goes and um, the way the night has fallen. Friday, we will have the Friday forecast um, off on Saturday, back on Sunday for the Fatback Four. Um, that has been your week, or your midweek fix. Sorry, I keep getting that wrong. I keep going to say weekday for some reason. But um, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks to Andy. Uh, thanks to Grizz. Thanks to Chris. And thanks to everybody for watching. It's been an absolute pleasure. Over and out. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Sports Social Podcast Network.